Hi, and welcome to Simply Happy Conversations. I'm Narelle King, and in today's episode, I'm chatting with Loretta Hart in her segment, Making Life Better, on 94.7 Pulse FM Radio. Loretta is a happiness strategist who helps people find their joy. Loretta loves a good yarn and is so much fun to chat with. In this episode, we chat about why you say yes to all the activities at Christmas time, how to be more intentional with your time this Christmas, and ways to plan and prioritize time to rest and socialize. Let's jump into this Simply Happy conversation. Welcome to Simply Happy Conversations. I'm Narelle King, wellness and organizational coach and yin and nidra yoga instructor. This podcast will help you create more time using organizational strategies so that you can start to simplify your life and prioritize your health. I'll be sharing conversations with other health and organizational experts and solar episodes with tips to help you simplify your life and prioritize your health. But right now, sitting opposite me is someone that makes my brain calm. Narelle King, thanks for joining us this morning. Oh, thanks for having me. You make my brain calm because you are all about organization. I think sometimes when I feel the most rattled is when I'm feeling the most disorganized. Yes, I see that when I come in. (laughs) What, that I'm really organized? No, that you want the tips. You're like the paper in the pen in front of you, ready to take the notes. I totally do, every time you come in. So Narelle is our professional organizer. She joins us uh, from time to time, about every eight weeks or so. And when we were talking about, what do you reckon we should chat about today? I suggested the Christmas calendar, but not with chocolate. No, not, not, not at all. Not, no. the, not the advent <laughs> Christmas calendar. But I just I just feel that um, sometimes the 25th of December means that every person you've ever met feels like they need to see you before that date. Like the old, oh, we must catch up before Christmas conversation starts yes. to happen. And I'd love if we could have a conversation this morning about how we manage to stay sane and ensure a happy Christmas with the change in routine that tends to happen at the end of November and December. Can we do that? Yeah, definitely. (laughs) I love that. So I suppose it's also, I don't know if you find, why do we say yes to everything? Like it's the, you know, it's expected, isn't it? Mm. And we don't want to disappoint people, but it comes back to our core values, which I'm sure as a coach, you're all over that. And it's looking at what, what do you value? And I do this with clients when I go into their home and work out what they value as well. So it's just looking at yourself, though, in your whole life. What do you value? Is it financial security? Is it the environment? Is it healthy eating and healthy living? And work out that because that's what's going to make you decide as to what you're going to prioritize in your calendar. Because I suppose when we're, when we're aligned with our values, which is a, mm. a phrase that people often use, or it actually, when we're feeling like we're doing things that feel like us, then we actually feel more settled, would you say? Settled and motivated as well. Yeah, and I find they're really motivated if they know that that's you've got that reason. What's the reason why you're doing whatever it is that you're doing? And I think also understanding um, how we feel in our body sometimes. Like we might actually feel okay. I need to do all these things, but financially it's going to stress us, mm-hmm. and I, I don't do financial stress well, and it just makes me feel really uncomfortable. So understanding why where the discomfort comes from, as opposed to just pushing it aside and going, "I'll be right. I'll be right." Yeah, definitely. Yeah? Okay. Yes. Yes. So, okay, so understanding our motivations and our drivers are one thing. How do we manage this time of year? So then it's looking at like balancing time. So I need, say I've got 10 spoons 
for a day and it's looking at how many spoons then I'm going to use up. So if I've got three clients a day, I'm not going to have much left at the end of the day (laughs) to be then going to a Christmas party. So it's working backwards and looking at the week, the month ahead, even the really six weeks, isn't it? And working out what time you're going to need for yourself. And look, in the past, I wasn't good at this. I'd just be like, yep, 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 yep. And I'd get to probably the week before Christmas and just be burnt out. I'd always get really sick because from teaching as well, that week before Christmas and I'd stop, I'd be burnt out completely. So now I'm just a little bit better at looking at my calendar and then deciding, okay, I'm going to need this much time off for myself if I'm working these many hours. So we could probably put in something on the Saturday, maybe not something on the Sunday, something on the Friday night and just working it out that way first and then getting the events and working out which ones you really want to go to. Because I think that's always my problem. I tend to look at things in isolation. Yep. Like I think I totally want to have lunch with this person. I totally do want to be part of that Christmas thing with that family group. I do. Oh, I love, I love spending time with these people. So in isolation, they all work. Mm. The problem is when you try and put them all together, but isn't it? Yeah. Yep. <laughs> and it's the rituals as well. I don't know if you, like for us, we want to go and get the Christmas decoration, one each person that represents something from our year. Um, we like to go down to the Christmas tree, the floating Christmas tree. And before you know it, like there's been one year where we've got to January and we're like, we've not even been down there and seen the floating Christmas tree. So we sort of prioritize that now to get down there, to get a photo, um, When the kids were younger, we used to go to the Christmas windows in Melbourne. They don't like that anymore, so I don't have to fit that in, but that would be something that we would prioritise. Catching up with some friends in Melbourne, and we've done that for years. Again, everybody in the family enjoys that, so it's like, okay, that's our priority. So that always... And so that was one thing I messaged a few weeks ago. I went, okay, now we've got the date for that. So we worked around everything else from that. Once you've got the ones that you really want to keep, especially the rituals, I think. I like that. And I think the thing about the rituals is they do change over time Mm. and they are often the thing that gets pushed out to the edges because, oh, that's just something we do. It doesn't involve Nana and, you know, the the street or what, you know, whatever that is. So, um, can, can we, can I ask, what are some other rituals that you see people partaking in that maybe not, they're not yours, but there's things that people do. I'll start off. Um, I know that there's, there's, there's a thing about wearing the same pajamas and having sort of movie sessions and things in this lead up to Christmas. Yeah, yeah, definitely. I see the pajamas in lots of families at the moment. How do they get them in all the sizes? Do I don't have- know. <laughs> well, no, I do because I see the box of them and then they keep it. And then the last child was like, well, we're not going to use that size. You can donate that now. <laughs> so I have started to set up boxes in people's homes for the Christmas decorations and the Christmas pajamas and all the Christmas stuff. So it's all in one spot. It used to be one box with some tinsel in it. Yes, you're you're (laughs) right. Now it's got, you know, Santa Stop Here signs and it's got Santa sacks and it's got Christmas pajamas. Yeah. 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 Christmas jumpers as well seem to be the in thing. And especially where we live, you know, it's, it could be freezing cold on Christmas day. So the jumper could come out. It doesn't necessarily need to be a t-shirt, does it? No, that's right. Um, and even, you know, the, the, the movie that the family watches, I was really actually excited. There's, there's a new Australian movie on Stan. Um, called the Joneses Christmas or something, and it's not Bridget Jones, but it's actually an Australian one. Oh, that sounds good. I know. Oh, I haven't seen that. I know. The lights, like going and seeing Christmas lights. Like I know it's for us when we go to Swan Hill, we always go and see the Christmas lights because we just jump on our bike and ride around the local streets and they're really close. Whereas in Geelong, we'd have to get in the car and that probably is one that 
doesn't happen as regularly as what it did. Yeah, but I know that other families do that. They have their tradition. And I think sometimes heading to the carols, wherever they might be. Definitely, yeah. Mm. yeah. Last year um, we went, um, Ocean Grove put on a fantastic uh, carols in the park every year and unfortunately it was raining so hard sideways. We just couldn't, we were under the umbrella and but we had to sort of, we, we left in the end because it was just pelting. Um, but all these people were trying to stuff um, collapsible camp chairs into the, you know, <laughs> into, those, into those sort of um, long <laughs> cylinder things you sling over your shoulder whilst other people are holding, you know. Yeah. Um, umbrellas over them. Okay. So once we've worked out what the important things are and what we really want to do, how then do we determine the things that are the maybes? You any tips on that? Well, not really. Not really. <laughs> it's more about maybe having a conversation with the family as well because the maybes, maybe it's only one of you going to that. Maybe it's only two of you. I, I think too, as kids get older, they're more, vo- you know, vocalizing. I don't want to go to that anymore. It's like, okay, but I do. So then it's like, okay, we'll go, but you can stay home because they're old enough to stay home. So it's, yeah, having a discussion and really, I think then also going back to your core values, is this something I really want to continue doing or could I let it go? Mm-hmm. And have I already got too much on? Yeah, yeah. What do you do in the lead up to um, buying gifts and those sort of things. How do you manage that maybe from a financial point of view or, or or even from a storage point of view or any of those things? Yeah, so like we see that overspending. So I'd suggest a budget. Um, so deciding how much are we going to spend from Christmas? You know, you could set up those Christmas accounts and you've been putting it in each month and you get to now and it's released for you to have the funds. Um, the other thing is, is also writing down the wish list. So on my phone, on my notes, I sent my kids both a wish list and they wrote down the things that they wanted and sent me the links. My daughter was a bit lazy this year. She sent me videos of on the screen, which was a bit hard <laughs> and fuzzy. So I was like, can you please send me just links? Well, I have... I have someone that sends me a slideshow presentation. Well, that's what she did last year, but I was like, I want the slideshow. <laughs> and I was, I was in a, a certain clothing store in Geelong, and, and I'm saying, do you have this item? And they're looking, saying, is that a slideshow? <laughs> yeah, my daughter puts it together for me. <laughs> Which is great, and I love that, because then you've got all the ideas there, mm-hmm. and you know what you're getting. So having a list and sticking to that list, and you know, working backwards, you know how much how much you want to pay uh, spend on each person, what the gift is, rather than you go, oh, this towel's on sale, I'm going to grab that, and then trying to find who you're going to give it to, and then it ends up in the cupboard, and it's no one's getting this towel. But it was a saving, wasn't it? It was. <laughs> how you look inside lots of people's cupboards in yes. your organising role? How many people do have a stash of gifts of in, in in rainy day gifts? Yes, heaps, heaps. And I feel like they get to a certain age when their kids are a certain age and they realise they've still got all those gifts, but their kids are like, I just want to give a voucher now, mum, and or dad, and you know, they're then they're like, okay, we've got to get rid of these gifts. How are we going to do it? Like the wishing trees that are around are a great way but that's probably my first spot is I'd go to that you know stash of um, gifts and have a look is there anything you could give to someone this year if not maybe we can even just let them go and find someone in need who needs those gifts
Mm. Mm. I was telling someone the other day about your twenty dollars and twenty minutes. minutes yeah. <laughs> um, you know, do we need four big vases? Could you replace these four big vases in twenty minutes for twenty dollars? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Go to the op shop. Op shop is amazing. Uh, like I have to say, I've been to so many op shops in Geelong over the last month, and every one of them has the most beautiful display of Christmas things, and you know the table settings and all the things there. That yeah, we all need to get out there and have a look in there as our first spot these days. Support so, them. So, yeah. So, okay. So, not overspending because that actually does lead to stress, you know, maybe when the credit card bill does hit in January or, or whatever. So, we've got, our, we've got our understanding what's important on the calendar, the not overspending. Is there anything else that you find is important that just helps this lead into Christmas feel a little bit more organized? Probably the other one would be the overindulging, like the food. So, thinking about like looking in your pantry, you know, maybe cleaning out you know, the things that are out of date, there might be that mint jelly, but that was from two years ago and you didn't use it. And so it's like, okay, making a list of what you want for your meals coming up for Christmas, but then also looking at maybe a healthy alternative. So maybe it's the pavlova, but could we make a like slight change to it? And instead of having all the cream, maybe it's another alternative that you're using instead. Or the other thing too, I was um, I followed this woman on Instagram and she was talking about eating veggies. So trying to have the veggies first and then having the uh, the healthy alter or the chocolate or whatever it is, the healthy sweets, the beautiful dessert. But just having some of that, you know, the dip and the carrot sticks and the cucumber first before we eat into the other things. I know because it, it, it's a bit of a slippery slope. By the time sometimes we get to Christmas Day, we have indulged at every at every event along the way, oh, yeah. it's Christmas, oh, it's a Christmas lead-up party, oh. And I, I used to find that uh, our diet went out the window and our sleep routines went out the window in this lead-up to Christmas because we were up later going, mm. you know, you know, you do midweek events that you don't normally do, another break-up, another barbecue, another sausage. Um, yeah, so it's that, that those routines that get shifted around. So it's amazing how our diet affects how our, our mood and so what you're sort of saying is if we can maybe just be mindful mm. then we're not going to feel so crappy definitely yeah just setting that intention of what you want to achieve really isn't it always always yeah and that's why this segment is called making life better we could be calling it <laughs> making life less crappy <laughs> <laughs> but making life better sounds so much nicer we know it does okay so i think um just that point you made right at the start Narelle, I think is a really helpful one around just touch, touching base with who, who, you know, what do I really value? What's really important? What's important to our family? And letting that be the guide as opposed to every external thing pushing and pulling us. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. Mm, fantastic. I hope you have a lovely end of year, a lovely Christmas. I don't think we're going to see you before no, Christmas again. No, not before Christmas. No, you too. Will you, but you'll come Catch back. you in the new year. You'll come back next year? Yeah, yep. Thank you, Narelle King from Simply Happy. She is our professional organiser who keeps me a little bit sane. Thanks, Narelle. Thanks. Thank you so much for joining me for today's Simply Happy conversation. If you enjoyed this episode, then I'd really appreciate it if you could leave a review. This helps others find it who are also looking for tips and organisational strategies to simplify their life and prioritise their health. If you enjoyed this episode, don't forget to subscribe so that you won't miss future episodes. You can also connect with me over at simplyhappy.com.au.
I'd like to acknowledge the Wathaurong people of the Kulin Nation on which this podcast is recorded as the traditional custodians of the land. I pay my respects to their elders, past, present and emerging.